But uh, this morning, for some reason, I just got back into bed. And the next, the next thing I know, Lori's alarm was going off. And I was getting out of bed at 7.30. Oh, boy. And I woke up. We're not supposed to live our life by feeling. But I felt the presence. I really did. And I felt wonderful. And I'm going to tell you about it. But anyway, good morning. Uh, we want to start out by telling you how much we love you and we appreciate you. And we pray for you. Thank you for your cards and letters. You know, your encouraging messages, your phone calls. Thank you for your financial gifts. And uh, we could not be without you. And um, Friday's the day, you know, where we, where we mentioned giving, Giving Friday. For those who are listening to the message, who are embracing the message, who the Holy Spirit speaks to about, you know, gifting us. And we, we totally trust the Holy Spirit. So Friday is the only day we mention for those that are looking how um, to gift us, how they can go about doing that. And Lori is going to go over the three ways. God's hand extended. The first way is to text, and the telephone number is 845-250-6508. And that is on the screen. screen. The second way is the website. Uh, the address is newlifeministrymhv.org. That is on the screen. That's on the screen, too. And the third way is to mail... Good old-fashioned mail. New Life Ministry, 841 Route 52, Suite 6, Fishkill, New York, 12524. And you know what? So many of you are giving. We log on to our programs and we find wonderful and beautiful gifts. But so many are are giving and they're not I don't know if they're not adding adding their information uh, on purpose but what keeps coming up is anonymous so anonymous whoever you are <laughs> God knows God knows we just want to say thank you and for all of you we pray for a hundredfold return just want to say good morning to everybody I uh, hope my mom is safe in Florida Chesie in, in Phoenix. Phoenix, hey, Chesie, get down to Maricopa County and tell them to get the count done. <laughs> get this election over with. <laughs> anyway, Chesie, hello. Uh, we're so blessed to have you all all on here. And, and you know, we know more are going to jump on later on. And we're going to hear from Jessica later. She's going to, um, she's ringing the bell today. Amen. And I remember that day I rang the bell. It is a... It's a wonderful day. It's a victory. It's a great day, a day of victory, where you ring that bell, that final. I mean, I never forget that that ringing that bell. I, I I kept ringing it and ringing it and ringing it, and I remember, you know, when we started. Remember when they said um, seven weeks? I was like seven weeks. I kind of I cried it for oh seven weeks. How are you going to do seven weeks every day, right? Yep. Monday through Friday, 
210. 210 separate, different radiation particle beams. Wow. I still can't believe believe or understand how I went through it but I didn't go through it Jesus did and you're Jesus did yep. and Jesus did and I never forget that day we rang the bell oh when you hear that bell it's a beautiful sound so we're going to be rejoicing with Jessica today so anyway I woke up this morning and I you know I didn't want to miss miss anything so I, I jotted down I, I jotted down everything I was sensing okay well as, as much as as I could remember because I still I still when I woke up, I laid in bed, you know, for for a few minutes, just laid there, just and the, these thoughts were just in my mind, and, that, and that's awesome. That because that's telling me that's I woke up, and my mind was being filled with what my spirit was feeling, or what my spirit knew to be true, and that that's what we want. That's we want that transformation to take place where our soul becomes renewed. And and it's hmm. it's now hearing the soul the soul hears, you know, your mind will they, they hear. Oh, but definitely. it's now hearing the realities of what's spirit. in your spirit. Mm. And that's I woke up that way. And uh I woke up with a sense that I'm so blessed. I, I woke up, I am blessed. I am I am just Yay. filled with his favor. I am swimming in the favor and the grace of God. I just was overwhelmed with that feeling. I was I was overwhelmed with the feeling about how free I was. I am so free. I am so free. And I thought of the scripture verse. He who the Son sets free is free indeed. I thought of Paul where he said in Galatians chapter 5 verse 1, Stand therefore in the liberty by where by where Christ has made you free and no longer be entangled to a yoke of bondage. And I, I had such a feeling of freedom, freedom from the law, you know, freedom, freedom from rules, freedom from, from the expectations of man. I had this overwhelming feeling that I was forgiven, that I was washed Wow, you had a great morning. I was washed. I was white as snow. And I love, you know, complain as we do about the winter. I love having the drapes open and looking out on the hillside through through our patio windows. And I love the the fresh falling snow and how pure, what purely white it is. Washes us so white. Washes us. I felt washed. I felt so white, and I, I, I felt righteous, you know. And w- what I mean by that is my soul was grasping the fact, and I was, I was laying there in the sense of righteousness, mm. renewal, renewed. I, I, I realized that my body is being renewed more and more every day. Now, I looked in the mirror, and the enemy tried to, you know, dampen this but he, he can't he can't he can't dampen the truth of the word of god you know my neck was a little swollen from the night there was some coughing but it it didn't affect me didn't bother me because i knew i'm in the state of renewal i'm being renewed yeah refreshed 
I, I'm so refreshed. You know, I've been working out a little bit more, and my shoulder was feeling a little sore, and there was pain there, and, and my knee and my hip, my back. But, I mean, nothing hurts. I mean, the, the renewal, the refreshing, my, my whole body's feeling refreshed because it's coming into agreement with my spirit and, and with the word. And now my soul, my soul is, is, is getting it. This is what was happening. I, I standing in the abundance of grace, right? So in love with God because I've realized how much in love with me he is. Mm, you, you want to say anything, you can say anything. That's the key. And uh, I know that as I talk about this freedom, this freedom, freedom from law, freedom from laws, I, freedom from religion, freedom from man's expectation. You know, I know the, the question I get from the religious, or the question you get from the religious is always, oh yeah, you grace people. You just can live any way you want. That's, that's not what grace is. <clears throat> When you feel washed, when you feel renewed, when you feel refreshed, when you feel righteousness and you have that sense in your soul from your spirit of all those truths, the last thing you want to do is sin. And that's what Paul is talking about in Romans chapter 6, where he says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin? <laughs> that grace my, 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 may abound? See, those that are still under the law just don't get it. They don't get it. They don't get, God forbid, listen, what, listen to what Paul says, how shall we that are dead in sin still live in it? <laughs> know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into death? Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted or united together with him in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection life. And, and, and look what it says in verse 14. Sin shall not have dominion in our lives anymore. For we are not under the law. We are under grace. Mm. That, that's powerful. And I'm going to read this from the Mirror Bible, the Mirror Study Bible. I love it. I love the Mirror Study Bible. Romans chapter 6, verse 1. It is not possible to interpret grace as a cheap excuse to continue in sin. <laughs> Is that amazing? Oh, if the religious would only get it. I know you get it. I know you get it now. The power of Jesus Christ, the power of grace, the power of being led by the Spirit, the power of knowing, renewed, washed, refreshed, united with Jesus Christ. It is not possible to interpret grace as a cheap excuse to continue in sin. It sounds to some that we are saying, 
Let's carry on sinning then, so that grace might abound. I love the way he puts this. Verse 2. How ridiculous is that? That's what Paul is saying. Paul is saying, how ridiculous is that? I can think of Paul. How stupid is that? How foolish is that? How ignorant is that to, to think that way? That's what Paul's saying here. How can we be dead and alive to sin at the same time? Mm-hmm. You can't. Nope. And I remember that verse from 1 Corinthians chapter 15 where it says, uh, the strength of the, the oh how how the, the strength of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. Wow. Anyway, verse three. Why are we saying then in what are we saying then in baptism? if we are not declaring that we understand our union with Christ in his death. Baptism pictures how we were co-buried together with Jesus Christ in his death. Then it powerfully illustrates how in God's mind, we were co-raised with Christ into a new life. We were like seeds planted together in the same soil to be co-quickened to life. If we were included in his death, we are equally included in his resurrection. Yeah. Is that powerful? Yeah. Now i got to find verse 14. So verse 14 now in the Mirror Study Bible, the blue book. Well, now I have the black one, the, the updated one. But verse 14 says, sin was your master. Verse 14, sin was your master while the law was your measure. Oof. Now grace rules. Is that, not, is that not awesome? And so I woke up this morning with this wonderful feeling, this wonderful sense, all the truths. Grace ruling. Grace rules. And you know what? There's a scripture where Paul talks about this very thing. Where Paul talks about this very thing. And we're going to look at it right now. It's found in Titus. So if you want to follow along with me, it's, it's Titus chapter 3. Titus chapter 3, and we're going to be reading verses uh, 3 to 7. Okay? Titus chapter 3, verses 3 to 7. For we ourselves were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various indifferent lusts and pleasures living in malice and envy, hateful, and hating one another. That's verse 3. What's powerful about that is that Paul never, never talks about those, those characteristics as being part of our present life. Hmm. Paul talks about things like that, always referring to the past life, to the previous life, and why wouldn't he? Because Paul got it, and we get it, and you get it. Amen. The truth of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, where it says, For as many as are in Christ are new, new, brand new, totally new creations. The old order, the old nature, the old man is gone, dead, 
buried, crucified. Romans mm-hmm. chapter 6, verse 4 and 5. Behold, all things are new. The new order, the new man, co-quickened with Christ, raised with Christ. That's what Paul is saying. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, and match that verse up with Romans chapter 6, verse 1 through 5. If any man be in Christ, you, you died with him. You were buried with him. And the thing about it, Lori, is, is many churches, they have this wonderful, this one, these, these wonderful baptismal services mm-hmm. where they show what happens. And they tell you, it's the, <coughs> the old man going down. Right? And then the new man coming up, just like Paul tells us. But then they go back to telling, telling us that this new man that comes up, he's still the same. He's still a sinner saved by grace. Well, stop having communion. Uh, stop, stop having bep- your baptismal services. Or start embracing the truth of what Paul is teaching in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, and in Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 5, and in Titus chapter 3, because here we go on. Verse 4, listen, listen to how beautiful this is. But after that, the kindness and the love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared. See, the state we were in, and then God comes on the scene. That's mm. just like Romans chapter 23. All have sinned and fall short of, of the glory of God. The state that we were in. Romans chapter 3 verse 24. God comes on the scene. And now all are freely justified through faith in Jesus Christ. When are they going to get it? So here it is. This is what you were. This is how it was. But after that, the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared. Wow. And verse 5. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. He did it. He done it. He done did it. It's over. Work is done. By one sacrifice, he perfected forever those who are sanctified. The difference between the blood of bulls and of goats and the blood of Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 10. All right. By the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. That being justified, here we go again. So we're justified, just as if we never sinned. Romans chapter 23, the before, right, and the after. Titus chapter 3, verse 3 through 7. The before and now the after. The old order and now the new order. Dying in Christ, being united with him, resurrecting from the dead with Christ, being united with him to newness of life. You know what? People need to spend more time in Paul's, the, Paul's epistles. So here it is, verse 7. That being justified... Declared righteous by his grace. Being, this is the King James Version. So they can't even say, oh, you're reading that from the blue book. This is the King James Version. Therefore, being justified. 
Being justified. Being justified. Being declared righteous by his grace. We would be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Mm. Now, look at what he's saying in verse 9. But avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law. For they are unprofitable and vain. Oh, my goodness. He, can, he couldn't say, say it any better than he did. He can't say it any better than he does. In Colossians, he talks about the law, right? The law that was against us. That was contrary to us. It says in Colossians, he nailed it to the cross. It was against us. It was contrary to us. He nailed it to the cross. He canceled it. In, in, in Romans, sin has no more dominion in my life because I'm not under the law. I'm under grace. In Galatians, Therefore, stand in the liberty where, where which Christ has set you free and no longer be entangled to a yoke of bondage. So we have go the ahead. victory. We have the victory. He's, go ahead. And if there's any thing in our life that we think we just can't, you know, habits or whatever, bad habits, sinful habits. No, we have the victory. We because of why? Because Jesus is we're one. united we're to him. United with we're him. one he with paid him. paid for it. We're, we were raised with him in newness of life. Newness of life. And that newness of life is righteousness. Justice. Paul says it again in, in, in Titus. He says it in Ephesians. Where we were co-quickened with Christ. And raised with him. And elevated with him. And seated with him in heavenly places. It's all throughout Paul's writings. Paul never, ever refers to you or I. He never refers to us with the character, with, 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 with the definitions of the characters of what we were and who we used to be and of the old man. That's if he are. does, he refers to our past. And this is why the Apostle Paul uses the word, uses the word holy. Uh, I mean, uses the word saints almost 40 times. And that word is hagios. He calls us to the saints, to the hagios, to the hagios, to the hagios. 40 times. He wants you to get the message. 40 times to the hagios. And you know what hagios means? I do. Blameless and holy. Blameless and holy ones. Blameless and holy. That's who you are. Got to look in the mirror and say that. Look at yourself. Now, I'm blameless. Amen. Holy. Keep going. Come on. Blameless it's in there. Come blameless on. Blameless and holy. Get sighted. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Blameless and holy ones. This is who we are. Mm. Now, I want to go further into this passage of scripture, but you have enough to chew on today. But on Monday, no. Tuesday, we're going to look at the definitions from Titus chapter 3, verses 3 through 7 and 9. We're going, to, we're going to look at the definition of righteousness, the definition of saved, the definition of washing, the definition of regeneration, the definition of renewing. Ooh. From, Strong's, from Strong's Concordance, 
the go-to, where you find the definitions of the words that, that are used in the, in the King James Version. And they are going to bless your socks off. Notes. Bless your socks off. So, so remember today, you are one with Jesus Christ. You are united to him. You are washed. You are saved. You are regenerated. And you are renewed. And you are righteous. Blameless and holy. That's now listen. Who you are. If you are in the area on uh, Sunday, come and join us. <coughs> 10 a.m. And in New Life Church, we are going to have a guest speaker. We're going to have a guest preacher. And uh, I can't wait to hear the message. Lori Rolla, Pastor Lori Rolla, is going to be speaking this Sunday morning. You're not going to want to miss it. You're not going to want to miss it. So if you can be here live, come and join us. If not, it will be on Facebook. So remember, we love you. Definitely. And walk in the blessings. Have a super duper weekend. Enjoy your blessings. Amen. Thank you.